in three, two, one. Welcome back to another episode of What the Bleep Are They Talking About? The podcast where we help you understand what everyone is talking about in the news today. I'm Jack. I'm Jennifer. And before we get started, make sure you share this content with everybody. And don't forget to like us and only us on social media. Otherwise, we get sad and a little desperate. And a little bit desperate. But seriously, make sure you listen to everyone to get different perspectives from all different sources of media, even if you really do hate them. Because you might get a piece of evidence or facts that you've never heard before. Diversity is the only thing we're pushing around here. Absolutely. Not the vaccine, according to some people who have posted on my Instagram. In accordance to this article that I I posted alongside of that, uh, this comes from the Herald Times, and it's titled, quote, I definitely was not comfortable, unquote. This is a quote that came from a vaccinated student at the, I think it's Indiana University, who rejected unvaccinated roommates. So the university student is vaccinated. There was some weird not a glitch, but, you know, anytime you have to choose a roommate, there's always some weird thing where you get paired with someone who you shouldn't be paired with. That's what I was going to say. Like, guess what? Freshman year of college, I didn't get paired with my, like, ideal roommate. Mm-hmm. We ended up being fairly good friends, and it all worked out. But were she and I, like, exactly the same person? Heck no. I feel like that just happens. Well, it doesn't matter these days. It doesn't matter if you don't like the same sports teams. It doesn't matter if you don't like the same clothing. What matters is if you're vaccinated and if you're not vaccinated, and if those unvaccinated people, according to these students, mind you, if those unvaccinated, those dirty unvaccinated people are in my room while I'm vaccinated, I cannot live because it is a threat, again, not me saying this, to my safety, according to this student at the Indiana University, which is ridiculous on its face. It, yeah. It's like people continuously point out over and over, if the vaccine works and prevents you from getting symptoms mm-hmm. and spreading the virus, et cetera, et cetera, all the things it's supposed to do. According to it, science. According to science. <laughs> that's what I'll cite. According to science. You're okay. And it took me hilariously a long time to get there even though i got the the vaccine day one it was available and i have had three it surprisingly took me a long time to get there like i am safe i don't care what you do i'm safe my family's safe all the people i care about are safe that's the important part a lot of it comes down to walking these people away from the ledge yeah because 20 months of we're all going to die Even after 10 months of having a vaccine, people are still being told the same message. And you see it in these young people. Like, we just (laughs) finished a segment on the the climate crisis. Mm -hmm. And the young people, like the climate, you know, it's a problem. We have to to do something about it. And thank God we have researchers who are doing something about it, even though we don't give them any praise at all from our politicians and from our our mainstream media. Again, hashtag science. Hashtag science. the messaging has made the young people crazy. Mm-hmm. And, you know, more power to them. Not their fault, but it's the messaging that they're told that the world is going to end in 10 years, which is being said by certain politicians. Oh, geez. Um, right, so they have a right. They don't know any better. They're young. 
they hear this messaging from someone who is their supposed better, who's supposedly more intelligent, who has mm -hmm. more, I don't know, inside information on kind of the current state of affairs. And so they have every right to believe this, but it's not true. Just like being told that you are still at risk of dying, even though you have a vaccine that is 95% effective, is not true. But you see it, again, in these young kids in this college who feels as though they are going to die if they're in the same room as an unvaccinated person. I just feel like YouTube is going to take down this video. They're... They're just going to come at us. That's all the more reason to question. Question why it's being taken down. So, you should question everything. You even, when question you, everything. You know, even when you think that this person might be right because they know more than you, they have a position higher than you, question everything. But also, hashtag science. Hashtag science, they're, yes. They're smart people, so. And also, I would like to point out, they do have that COVID pill. Yes. That reduces hospitalization by, and like, 90%. I have not heard enough about that. Maybe it's because I haven't gone looking for it, but I, I feel know. like I should hear more about it. But it's a prophylactic, right? You take it before you even get COVID. Mm -hmm. And then they have the monoclonal antibodies, which they use when you are infected and you're in the hospital. So, so it's like before, during, and after, you have all these things to so keep you from dying. When would you take the pill? If I think it's like a monthly pill. Okay. Or a daily pill. Oh, it's, like a, it's like a pill that you would just take. I don't know if it's monthly, daily, or weekly, but okay. it's something you just kind of take throughout the, the week or the month or whatever. Okay. So, like, just a multivitamin to. I guess so. Okay. Ask your doctor. We're not doctors. Here. No. And don't... again, we have not researched this, this new pill. Enough. It's Merck's M E R C K. Yeah. I'm going to look into that. Yeah. It, it's pretty interesting. But with all of these things, how can you still be so afraid? I think it has I think it comes down to what you're listening to. And we need some calm voices. Yes. So, uh the article during the 2021 school year with the exception of a small number of granted roommate requests, all students living in Indiana University dorm rooms lived alone because of COVID-19 precautions, which sounds amazing. That's fair. I had my own dorm room once during the summer. I built a fort with all the furniture. It was amazing. <laughs> my bed was like three beds long. And I had a wall made out of cabinets. <laughs> it was great. And then Tom, shout out to Tom, came in like six months, uh, like, like a couple weeks in, like six weeks in, mm -hmm. and all he had was like a bed. He's like, no, that's pretty cool. Don't take it down. Don't take it down. That sounds cool. Uh, random roommate assignments, uh, a freshman year tradition at colleges across the U.S., were once again allowed this year at Indiana University. Although the university mandated all students receive the COVID-19 vaccine, not every student has received it. While random assignments returned, the university updated its policy to deal with vaccine concerns. One of the stipulations that got written into that was that students who lived in the residence halls wouldn't have to live with someone who wasn't vaccinated or had a mismatch in status. A mismatch in status. Clean versus unclean. <laughs> uh, it going to make the, make the uh, unvaccinated people live in tents. Crazy. Camps. Oh. Uh-oh. I'm, now you're just being conspiratorial. I'm just saying. I mean, it's not like they're building camps in Australia. I was fixing to say, it's not like that's not something we've done. Uh, it led to the university having many unvaccinated students without a home. And in turn, the university had to create dorms of unvaccinated students. Just let everybody live alone again. That sounds great. That, yeah, really. Why not? Okay, so there's this policy 
um, and you're probably aware, your first year you have to live on campus. Yes. Absolutely a money grab. Or, well, at my university, it, you could live, like, with a parent or legal guardian off campus. True, but usually if you're out of state, you don't have that opportunity. Yeah. Just give it to that rule. Make the kid, the kids can go find an apartment. Yeah. You're good to go. Uh, according to the university's reported data, nearly 10% of the student body is not vaccinated. So your likelihood of getting infected, especially when you're so vaccinated on campus. Yeah. So, so that's herd immunity. That's where we were, we were going for, like, what, 87%? I thought it was like You're... 60 in the beginning. And then it just kept going up and up. Still, even if we're trying to hit 87%, you're there. Right. Their campus is there. They're there. And how many of those kids have already had COVID and have the immune, immune uh, response? Mm-hmm. Indiana's legislature passed a law preventing state or local governments from requiring vaccine passports, which Indiana Attorney General Todd Rukita said... It meant that the university could not require proof of vaccination, which has left some students doubting the accuracy of the university's data. So a lot, okay, maybe that's fair. So let's say you're at like 70 percent. Perhaps. Uh, Ivy Lucas said between 500 and 1,000 students assigned to dorms had a mismatch in vaccination status. She said a large percentage, though did not specify how large, of students did not choose to change roommates. But Indiana University wasn't able to find new roommates for all of the unvaccinated students, as many vaccinated students felt uncomfortable living with them. That has led to Indiana University having to place groups of unvaccinated students together in dorms. Most of those unvaccinated students without roommate matches were placed in the Wilkie Center or Ashton Residence Center buildings. IU spokesperson Chuck Carney said in September that there were just under 150 students living across two wings in Ashton. Ashton is also the university's quarantine and isolation dorm. Fantastic. So we're we're putting all the unvaccinated students in with the students who might have COVID. Yes. That sounds safe. Yes, I'm just rereading that to make sure that is correct. That is correct. They're in the Wilkie Center or the Ashton building. Okay. Ashton is also IU's quarantine and isolation dorm. So, yes. It, no, it says, although unvaccinated students and those in quarantine are in different buildings. Oh. But oh, it doesn't okay. sound like it. Because I guess there are two different wings. So It says the above that, it says the Ashton Residence Center buildings. Okay. So, there must so there's be, multiple buildings. Okay. Must be like a complex, That's I suppose. Different. At least. It just sounded bad at first. Yeah. To shove them all together. Just put them all together. It'll be fine. Outside Ashton, outdoor spaces are marked off for those in quarantine or isolation to get a break from their rooms. Okay. Surrounded by barbed wire and electric fences and armed security with <laughs> they're clubs. Armed with, they're armed with vaccines. Yeah. With, in case they try to escape. If you escape, you get shot with a vaccine. Vaccine dart. Yikes. Um, no, no. I was... Thus, many of IU's unvaccinated students can look out their windows, their prisons, through the bars. <laughs> in the barbed wire. And see the realities of fellow students who currently have COVID-19 or oh, are dealing with I know, these aren't the having, students that are looking being the exposed. They're, they're looking out the window to see the, the exposed students. Yeah, so these are the unvaccinated students who can look out of their window at the quarantined students. And see what they could become. Yes. So... Mental torture, 
Like, okay. I, I mean, okay. Like, how no cynical one, is that? They were not prepared for this. They, the university. They were not prepared for how they were going to have to deal with this. Well, clearly. Like, obviously. But, like, no one should have expected them to be. Like, this is the weirdest thing that's ever happened. Oh, COVID. COVID, COVID. Yeah. yeah. So, like, I kind of don't blame them for getting some things wrong. Mm -hmm. This is a little extreme. But, like, they're going to get things wrong. So, like, let's not be too hard on them. Playing devil's advocate here a little bit. No, I'm sure, it's, I'm sure it's an honest mistake, too. I'm sure they're just realizing after the fact that, oh, my gosh. we're Housing. Yeah. We're, we're putting the unvaccinated across from the quarantine kids so they can see how they will suffer if see they don't conform. how you will live. In May, Indiana University announced all students, faculty, and staff would be required to receive the vaccine in order to return to campus. The university threatened having class registration, access to university email, and Canvas, as well as students' crimson cards, canceled. There were a few exemptions, uh, including, well, I guess, I don't know. But anyway, ethical exemptions, I suppose. But they're not allowed to do it, right, mm -hmm. after the fact. They're not allowed to do it because of the Indiana law, right? So I just summed up that paragraph <laughs> real quick. Carney said that the ethical exemption was in line with the school's previous flu shot mandate, but did not require, uh, did not define what qualifies as an ethical exemption. I use website states exemptions are reviewed by designated leaders and applicants. We'll get a response within five business days. But some IU students said they received responses within seconds of submitting the, their exemption form, making them question if a human is reading them. University-wide 89.8% .8 of students, faculty, and staff say they have received at least one dose of the vaccine according to IU's COVID-19 dashboard. So, like you said, herd immunity. Right, 90% of those people are protected from the 10% of unvaccinated people. Mm -hmm. If it is 10%. Yeah. And again, that's a self-reporting number, so we don't know if it's true. But. Right. Uh, the true number of vaccinated students on campus is unclear, as proof of vaccination is not required to attend. Carney said the issue of lying is common, and he doesn't see what incentive students would have to lie well, mm. coming onto campus. like if... Not being across from the isolation dorm. Right. Well, I mean, if you're, yeah. Uh, when Margot Holland, oh, life as a freshman. Okay, so this is where they, they talk to one of the vaccinated, mm. one of the betters, one of the betters who, who conformed, which good, you should be vaccinated, but who is, who is very intolerant of people who think differently than them, who are unclean. Mind you, people with medical exemptions can't get the vaccine. Yeah. So my thought when reading this first was in this dorm of unvaccinated, are they really just segregating out the... Oh, God. Are we putting, like, the, the medically exempt students in that same dorm? Yes, they have to. They're unvaccinated. Oh, dear Lord, that's rife with problems. Yes. It's just... It's, it's, it's discrimination. It's a waiting yes. to happen because someone with a serious medical issue is going to get COVID. No, we don't know that for sure. But from One their can statement, only presume. the unvaccinated are put in the Ashton or the, the other building. So all of the people with medical exemptions, disabilities, or what have you are Got all it. segregated from the betters mm -hmm. 
into one building. Would we not want to place someone with a medical exemption in with a vaccinated student because you can guarantee they're safe? They're they're safer? Actually, that's a really good point. I, like they would be safer they with would be the safer vaccinated with a vaccinated student than they would with an unvaccinated student. So like doesn't the medical exemption make way more sense to be with a vaccinated student? And I feel like like if you just came up and were like, hey, so your roommate's not going to be vaccinated for, like, you know, personal reasons. They have cancer. I mean, I guess, well, no, I mean, I guess they can't, like, say, oh, it's due to medical issues. Right. Your roommate could tell you. Your roommate could tell you, and they probably would. They'd be like, yo, you know, like, autoimmune disorder over here. I have to get chemotherapy on Monday, but I'm unvaccinated. Get out. <laughs> get out. <laughs> Jesus. But, like, I mean... Again, I guess you can't say it's due to a medical reason when you're first presenting it. Mm-hmm. But, like, I feel like if you could, more people would be like, oh, my God, yeah, totally. Put him, you know, put put my roommate with me because I'm vaccinated and they're way more safe. I would hope so. Like, if it really comes down to I want to protect other people, mm-hmm. if we're not just using the, you know, medically fragile, that's a terrible phrase. But it's the best one I could come up with right now. Yeah. As a scapegoat. Mm-hmm then that should 100% be something people who are vaccinated want to do. Like, yeah. hey, they will be You're safer with you people. than mm-hmm. anyone else. Go forth and conquer. Like, yeah. And that's so true. Even, even not just taking into consideration people who have, you know, a medical reason for not getting vaccinated, but just people in general who are not vaccinated, right? That is what we hear all the time. I'm vaccinated to protect others. It's not only for me. Well, then you would, like you said, want to be around anyone and everyone who is not vaccinated because they would be safest with you. I mean, more specifically, people who literally cannot right. get it. I was expanding upon that. Yeah, yes. yeah. I mean, douchebags are just like, I'm not going to get it because. But if your messaging is, I got vaccinated, not just for me, but, but also for you, you, which is an the, argument that is used. Then the point would be, would stand that. Any student not vaccinated is safer with a vaccinated student right. than in a whole unvaccinated mm-hmm. one. And also think about what, uh, what a disadvantage it is for someone with a, someone who is different from you because they have a medical condition. To remove them from a normal college lifestyle of being integrated and feeling accepted with 90% of the other students like, that is necessary, especially we read that article the other day about how important it is to have a good college experience, to, oh, have, yeah. to have a camaraderie, and to be incorporated into a group. But now you are the unvaccinated. Yeah. And many people with medical conditions do not tell you. That is Which their is personal 100% problem. they're right. Right, they don't like, have we to. we have literal laws that say you do not have to disclose a medical. Right. I mean, most of the time, I feel like people will, and they do. Most people are very open about that. But they don't have to. Right, they don't have to. So. So maybe let's all just be a little kinder and more open-minded. I think this is just a very closed-minded thought process. (laughs) So life as a freshman. When Margot Hollander got the email, I don't know why. I hope that's not her real name. I would not use my real name. No. When Margot got the email asking if she wanted to live with her unvaccinated assigned roommate, her immediate feeling was shock. Clutch pearls, baby girl. Imagine, first off, imagine being the unvaccinated roommate and learning that the school is sending an email 
to other people saying you are uh, the, the Isn't that, that a person. Violation of HIPAA. In a also, way? it's just like really weird having the administration be like, "This student is unvaccinated." I just warning, warning, warning. Feel like we're violating some sort of HIPAA or yeah. Yeah, we're violating someone. Uh, this wasn't a decision she was expecting to make. She was hoping she would be able to frolic on campus, carefree, and party on Sundays. Well, she got her vaccine, so that's what, that's what she was promised. She didn't think that she would be exposed to such harrowing adult decisions, decisions at this point in her life. Yes, taking on a $60,000 loan, but choosing who to live with was not one of them. This is the first freshman class to face worries over who around them is truly vaccinated against COVID-19. Mind you, when you go to college, you have to get a slew of vaccines. Yeah. And I never once thought... I was thought, required to get so many. Right. I, I was never once concerned who didn't get their HPV or whatever. Um, I definitely was not comfortable with it, she said. Neither was Belle Chateau... Uh, okay. Belle. Neither, <laughs> neither was Belle. Can't pronounce that. Uh, a freshman from Thailand living in Forest. She came to the United States alone early in August. She wasn't able to get the vaccine in Thailand, but the first day she landed in Chicago, she was able to get her shot. Good for you. She got the second one early in September. Great job. Uh, she said that she was initially informed that IU uh, did not, uh, she informed IU that she did not want to live with an unvaccinated roommate, but she was paired with another roommate who was also not vaccinated. I assumed, she said, that my new roommate was vaccinated after she had declined the unvaccinated roommate before, or planning well, to get vaccinated. this is a different person. So... Right, this is Chattanooga. Yeah. I was confused, mainly because I thought we had sorted it out. Chattanooga said that Indiana University did Bell. not inform... Bell. Bell. <laughs> From Pennsylvania, the Chattanooga <laughs> choo-choo is a... Uh... No, that's a song, isn't it? Uh, Chattanooga said that Indiana University did not inform her of this at first, and she only found out from taking, talking with her newly assigned roommate. She asked RPS to make the change again, and it was granted. Mm. Oh, so she did go through two whole roommates. Wow. Uh, living in Forest, she didn't, Belle does not have communal bathrooms. Each floor has around six individual unisex bathrooms that a resident can go in and lock the door. Why are they talking about bathrooms? They're able to take off their masks freely, but the masks are required in the hallway without being around another unmasked student as they shower and brush their teeth. Okay, good. So now we know that they are safe because they have unisex bathrooms from COVID because it can't go under the doors or something. Uh, in Foster, Holland has a communal bathroom and does not and does have to be around other unmasked students anywhere she goes. So I guess they're just really trying but to... But aren't they all vaccinated at this point because we're throwing out all the vac unvaccinated students? So why are you concerned if you're in a bathroom unmasked with a vaccinated student? I think they're making the point as to why it's so concerning or, or why it's necessary to separate them out because the possibility of having an unvaccinated person means you could possibly pass them in the hallway. But masks are required in the hallways. Or in a bathroom. That is communal. First rule of communal bathrooms, guys. Do not go right next to the other person. Do not get near the other person. It is a bathroom. 
Just don't do it. And wear shoes. Shoes. And a mask, apparently. <laughs> and a mask. Uh, and a shoe does not count as a mask. No. Because then you only have one shoe on, and that's kind of gross. Uh, both Holland and Belle are living in a dorm room meant for two people, but neither has a roommate. They each sleep alongside an empty navy blue mattress, a constant reminder of the typical freshman experience they don't have. Well, you could have had it, but, you know. I only had one roommate. You turned it down. That was a typical college experience for me. I lie. I had four, and then I had three, and then I had one. So. Two. Then I had two, and then I had one. RPS told them both that they can't use the empty half. Why am I reading this? Okay, so they can't use yeah. the other half of the room That's because of COVID, blah, blah, blah. So the second bed is always empty, and it's really disappointing because COVID has ruined their dreams of having a, a wild time on campus. Oh, goodness. In the unvaccinated dorm. Oh, God, dorm. this goes on and on. Normally, Ivy Lucas said random roommate selection is exactly that. Okay, they're allowed to choose the roommates. This year, though, there was an additional consideration. Being, You're just repeating yourself. Yes. So the, the vaccinated and unvaccinated, blah, 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 blah. The ideal situation is that everyone who is vaccinated is in the same dorm and everyone who is unvaccinated is not. We already talked about why that is maybe not the best situation. Uh, someone said that an unvaccinated student and a vaccinated one would not need to wear a mask in their own dorm room uh, should they be living together as it is their own personal living space? But ultimately, Indiana University wanted to defer to a policy on masking indoors when it came to unvaccinated students living together in the same building. All the unvaccinated students in Ashton are living in single rooms. Okay, so let's be perfectly clear here. Who is really the winner? The, the unvaccinated kids. The unvaccinated kids getting a private room. Well, I guess the two vaccinated kids also got a private room, but they can't use the other half of their room. So why wouldn't you put them in multiple rooms? I mean, they're going to get COVID anywhere and everywhere. Why not just put them in a room? They all get COVID. Also, then why, good. why can't the vaccinated students use the other half of the room if they're not going to be spreading COVID? Like... Uh, because there's a little part in there. They said they never know when another roommate is going to come in. But they're vaccinated, and part of the vaccine is that it's supposed to help stop the spread. Also, ask for forgiveness. Do it, and then ask for forgiveness. That's what I did when I built a fort. Also, how are they going to know? I don't know. Anyway, not that we're advocating for going in and sure university's rules, but some of them are stupid. So, uh, well, I guess one of the administrators administrators said that Indiana University has tried to treat them, the unvaccinated, just like any other student on campus. Okay. We've tried. We've tried. We've, We've tried. really tried to, to, to make the others feel like any other student, although we have castigated them out to their own separate dorms across from the camp <laughs> where they can watch the prisoners leave for an hour at a time to the front lawn. To get some fresh air. And work out in the in the in the jail yard. Oh goodness! Uh, some students had become fully vaccinated since moving to, into Ashton, and have been able to move back into their initially assigned rooms. Excellent. But Ivy Lucas said Indiana University faces many issues, including worry of a potential COVID nineteen outbreak when putting unvaccinated students in the same dorm. Well, they risk an outbreak even if they're all vaccinated. You can you can still get it. You can't. One in 2,000 people can still be severely, you know, get a severe case of it. 
Um, many states are very vaccinated. They also have weekly mandatory testing for unvaccinated students. Oh, Lord. Goodness. They better be free. I would hope they're free. They that nurse free. is busy. And if a student in Ashton were to test positive, they'd pack a bag and move across the courtyard to the prison. I'm sorry, isolation building. There's risk in everything we do, says Ivy Lucas. All I can think about when they say isolation building is, you know, in The Parent Trap, when the twins have to I move have never seen that You've movie. never seen that movie? Okay, well, our viewers will know what I'm talking about. Anyway, when they move into the isolation cabin, that's all I can think about. So maybe you will meet your long-lost twin sister or brother in the isolation building. Perhaps. For COVID-19. But we'll let you, we'll, we'll leave it here. Don't treat people differently. If you're vaccinated, you're good to go. Please. Why is that not the message that we're pushing? Get your booster when you can. Yeah, get your, yeah, get your booster whenever you can. Take your COVID pills. Get your monoclonal antibodies. Talk to your doctors. Talk, please. Don't take advice from randos on the internet. Or your politicians. Especially not your politicians. Please. Anyway. But we will see you in the next one. And be sure, beware, stay out of the quarantine building. Or the, or the camp or whatever. Okay, bye.